Hi there, and welcome to episode 132 of the ADHD Adults Podcast. I'm James Bran. James Bran. It's another one, isn't it? It's another one. It's another I one. I thought you said Bran. I did. did. I did say Bran. Oh, Bran. Yeah. James Brown. Fucked it. Go, fucked, go. I fucked it within five seconds of the podcast starting. That's just going to be another one. If you two come on, Brown, we've got we've got a tech guy there can take that out in post. He won't, though, will he? I'm James will. Brown, the man who recently lost a t-shirt while wearing it. And as usual, I'm joined by Dr. Alex Connor, who collects t-shirts from the operas he attends as souvenirs. I don't know if they sell t-shirts. And also the woman who has more slogan t-shirts than Greenpeace, Mrs. ADHD. Alex, hi. I would love an opera t-shirt. Or uh, I've got a clever joke. Or a David Letterman. Either way, because you know, Oprah. Meh. No. Uh, yeah, yeah. If you have to explain it, it's, it's often not yeah. that clever. And no. Sam, hi. Hi. Lovely. Fab. Short and mm. sweet. Yeah. Uh, a reminder, I guess we started the podcast because we really wanted to face a barrage of criticism for saying ADHD isn't a quirky yet terrific gift. So now we do a second episode a week because it turns out there's a lot more people who are frankly ungrateful for having an amusing and entertaining disability. And we've got time for it now because we really don't have fucking time for it, but we do it anyway. And Sam doesn't know what time is. <laughs> James? <laughs> okay, thank you. This inflamed pylonidal sinus of a podcast is also a tragedy in three parts. We'll discuss how the week between podcasts has been from our perspective as peeps with ADHD and people involved in the wait, ADHD. Wait. What, what the hell is a pylonidal sinus? You've got me there. Is that real? Brush your teeth. So, well, there's two things coming at me. Two things coming at me there. Sorry. Like, like ding. You know, exactly. Um, a pylonidal um, sinus. Pylonidal sinus, Alex, is when yeah. an ingrown hair in and around the cleft of the buttocks or between the anus and the um, scrotum, uh, in a male at least, becomes turns into a large boil mm -hmm. and has to be cut, drained and packed. I once wow. kicked my brother in the arse so hard he got a pylonidal sinus. Um, Talk about yeah, flex. It's horrible. That yeah. sounds like it should what be on, would I lie to you? Well, I wouldn't kick my brother so hard in the air. So hard, got a pylonidal sinus. Is that because we've got this bilateral evolutionary system? Humans are, are symmetrical, so that's like where we line up or something. It's just, I'm it's, not it's symmetrical. Just, you know, it's, just hair, it's, just, it's just hairs. It's just there are hairs there, and hairs often can become ingrown in that area, infected and turn into to, to boil-like uh, uh, issues. Anyway, I feel like we're spending too long on this. Let him carry on. 130 <laughs> episodes, Sam, and I'm finally interested in something James has said. Amazing. <laughs> we will take questions, answer questions from the community in part two, and then we'll talk about this week's podcast theme. So, as always, I'll ask you how your week was, and nobody will ask me apart from Sam. So, Sam, how was your week? Mixed. It was bad, <laughs> and then it got better. I lost my AirPod, but it turned out they were in the bag that I'd already looked in three times. Which I, I lost James's well. passport, but we managed to find it after searching his office and my office for three and a half which hours. Was, what yeah. morning last week? Which um, which of the two offices was it in, Sam? Just out of just out of interest. It was in my office. It was, wasn't it? Yeah, just forgotten. Yeah. I let my petrol run be below zero when I was picking Jack up the other night, and negative petrol. We managed. 
Yeah, we managed to coast down a hill. Um, I scraped my car that same night as well, actually. That doesn't matter. Um, last night, I struggled to sleep because my heart was shaking a lot. Um, wasn't having panic attacks, but I was struggling to breathe because, you know, it feels so weird and takes your breath away a little bit. Kirsty called me and I don't I don't usually answer phone calls, let alone video, video calls. But I did and we were having a lovely chat. And then I was about to say, actually, we should set up a meeting to talk about this. And then it dawned on me that this was the meeting that we had set up and then the next day I completely forgot about another meeting with a potential volunteer and then I missed, missed another meeting that I set up with Kirsty again. Uh, what's happening? I'm trying to get a plan together and get everything sorted but my brain won't work for me because Doesn't obviously sound right. because, yeah. this, is, this, is, this is a wonderful amalgamation of both of the questions in this section. I haven't even got to the from... second question yet. Well, I know, but it's, it's the stuff that you're saying clearly fits into that category as well, it does. doesn't it? Inter I've not interestingly, been taking my meds as well and, and my oestrogen because I was sleeping a lot. Anyway, what about you, James? Can we just no. tell people that the shaky heart thing is not literally the heart. That's how anxiety feels. If all, people always referred it's to it as a... It's yeah, no, you know, it's not because like... that is a heart. That is a physical No, so so so, so so anxiety feels like it's affecting the heart. So Sam, no, but... Sam has Sam sometimes get paroxysmal orthostatic um, oh, uh, uh, atrial fibrillation. So oh, when I'll she lies that. down, yeah. when she lies down on tachycardia, yeah. sorry, when she lies down, suddenly her heart can really increase its rate, and she can and, have and a little bit of And all the way through the night, and it's where, so when I lie on my left hand side, I can feel my heart beating, and it was just like shaking at times. So yeah, that's shaking heart. I'm not panic attacks. Yeah. It was just um, just. Um, Palpitations, that's what it was. Yeah. Carry on. Carry, carry on, on James. doing my bit. Yeah, carry Go on, on doing James. my bit. <laughs> um, I've been getting a bit of anxiety. Interestingly, like halfway through the day, I think I said this after I had my, my bone scanned thing the other uh, week. It's odd that you have like a good morning and you think you're on fire and then all of a sudden, ah! Mad is it James? Anxiety. Or is it literally what your disorder is? No, I know, but it, but but it is, I, I find it odd because it's really no, yeah, it's a joke. It, it is, it is, yeah. It is, yeah. It's like morning, you and afternoon, you completely different, right? Horrible. Yeah, I'm, I'm, so my my routine in general, I think, is in, improving in some ways. Having the this kind of a short list of daily tasks, which I can tick off, really helps. And every day, writing that list of tasks really helps. Oh, yeah. And the stuff that stays on there moves on to the next day. What what's difficult is obviously now um, I am coaching more and and I'm having to I fucking hate this I'm having to kind of brand myself a bit and I'm doing things called coaching corner on Instagram so little short videos of tips I know little short videos of tips etc but it's just it's, it goes against everything I've ever stood for because I've always just not really felt a lot of love for. Mm -hmm for branding people who brand themselves but they have to because they're making a living and now i'm doing that i just want to i just want to vomit all over myself all the time i guarantee and one year from now sam james is going to be diagnosing prince harry in a documentary and saying i can hack your superpower <laughs> that's we can definitely definitely agree that's not going to happen and then the last thing i'll say it was interesting this week because we had a chat about turnips jack's um with us at the minute what? and to, we, yeah Jack's with us at the minute and we were talking about, um, I don't know how we got into the subject, but basically Sam grew up in Stoke, obviously, and at Halloween they didn't have pumpkins, they had turnips. And yeah. Sam didn't think pumpkins were a real thing. She thought they were made up. 
Um, and obviously carving a turnip is difficult, but the thing that made me laugh the most was she said that you could tell the, <clears throat> the wealthy families because they had more than one turnip. <laughs> okay, it's that's true. amazing. It's true. You go up and they got, but I was saying to James that like, we'd be there as like five or six year old kids and mum would go, go on, go on, carve your turnips. And we're there at the kitchen table with these really sharp knives and turnips are really fucking hard. And we're bulging yeah. <laughs> all over ourselves. There's just blood everywhere trying to carve our turnips. It was hilarious. But I said so, it came in useful because we could mix it with the Tipex because all of our costumes were made from bin bags. So we'd have like Tipex on the bin bags to make a skeleton. But you could also have paint for devils and stuff like that and green for witches. Can I so, just add that as, as someone that considers himself English rather than British, because, mm. because I always think it's it, because Scottish and Welsh have got these fantastic cultures that are not a part of. And, and I don't mm. think they'd like me, you know, appropriating. I always think of myself as English. Turnips for Halloween is a massive part of English heritage for hundreds, if not thousands of years. And, and pumpkins is a really new thing. That is mm. that is part of our culture, and we kind of ignore English culture because we're embarrassed, you know, because of the unpleasantness we definitely did do. And yeah, still and do. also, and also because carv uh, turn carving turnips is shit. Anyway, Alex, really hard. How was your week? <clears throat> um, it was very nice, thank you. Yeah, I finally managed to subside my anxiety with help from two, um, I say, not friends, but people I know. Mm. Um. And I was, I was on holiday and it really needed it. And, and I was supported in not doing a lot. Um, holidays when self-employed are tricky when you've got ADHD because no one's paying you. Mm. Having a full-time job with a boss, though, I would say is trickier. So mm. it's, it's always a balance. And, and that's been difficult. As you both know, I'm getting help rearranging some of my priorities at the moment. from Help from knobheads, but help all the same. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that, that's been an interesting thing. Uh, good. It's uh, so I, I, I shouldn't. I don't really talk about my my family, do I? But I, my son decided to go away before he goes off to university. To oh, you told us, yeah. He went to Albania, Kosovo. I know Istanbul. you told us last week. Did he have a good time? He was there for four weeks, just travelling around this whole of crazy... They're lovely, and it turns out I'm accidentally racist about these countries. I thought that last genuine... week when you were saying it sounds awful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, it's genuinely wonderful. I've now done my homework, you know, about five different former Soviet countries. Massive apology. He did He did send me a photo of himself at Besiktas in the middle of a full stadium sorry, watching Besiktas. the football. Looking uh, like, because he's... He looks like Hitler Youth. He looks like a CIA infiltrator in like a <laughs> the Besiktas Ultras or something. It's a very funny photo. Probably can't, shouldn't share any of this information. So yeah, good, good. Thank you, James. Right, um, Sam, you've probably answered it and you won't answer it anyway. But what stupid thing you've been doing this week instead of what you were supposed to be doing? Well, I should have been getting shit done for the charity and the podcast and my actual job, but I found out that the boiler was installed incorrectly, so I got hyperfixated on finding all the tape paperwork that's scattered all over the house because we don't keep everything in the same place and trying to find what my out what my rights are and then emailing the company who couldn't give a fuck. I I also should have been relaxing. I I ended up because I said last week that I burnt out, so I booked most of the week off last week. So I should have been relaxing and I just couldn't stop doing stuff. And so 
the minute I stopped sleeping, because I was sleeping for quite a while, I just kept doing stuff for the podcast and the charity again. And obviously my mind was still completely frazzled. So everything was taking so long and everything that I was doing was wrong and I couldn't work out why. And then I was getting really upset and frustrated because I was wasting the day when I should have been relaxing, but I don't know how to relax. And then James had gone to a talk in Brighton and I didn't go because it might have been too much for me, too stressful for me. And I needed to rest. So I stayed at home. And then James messaged me to say that he was feeling really anxious. So he cancelled his coaching clients for the day. And then I got really stressed and anxious because he was away on his own and he was staying in the murder hostel. And he was really anxious and I wasn't there with him and he was travelling his own and he, that would hurt his back plus the bed would hurt his back and then it'd be shit for him and he wouldn't be able to sleep and he'd have to travel back so he'd be tired and in pain and still anxious and the knock-on effects then would set him back and we'd be in the same horrible place that we keep going to that where he's you know he has all his migraines and everything and oh, so I just wanted him home plus when you cancel coaching clients the system doesn't make it obvious to them what's happening and they can't rebook so I was really panicking about that and about money in general and then hating myself for getting so involved and not just leaving James to it because I'm such a control freak and I got myself really worked up and hysterical and then I had a complete meltdown because the toilet lid was up and I can't cope with the thought that all those germs just covered the entire room and that Jane was flushed and then the blind fell down and it all became too much because then I had to disinfect the downstairs toilet and put the blind up on top of all the stuff I already couldn't do so I thought I'll go and see my family because the state of the house won't stress me out then and it always cheers me up seeing them and wow first of all James does she breathe with a kind of gill system like fish what's yeah yeah it's incredible it's it's incredible isn't it it's incredible incredible Anyway, I got to mum and dad's and first of all, um, my sister-in-law wanted to, me to cut my nephew's hair and he's um, he's disabled and he's got lots of sensory issues and hair and vibration of clippers and hot day. It was awful for him. So he just screamed and screamed at me and hated me and I got really upset. I even changed my clothes thinking that might, but he's, he's blind. I don't know why that thought it was. Anyway, um, he was really upset and screaming at me so really upset me because I want I didn't want to be that person and then my brother opened up to me to get me to help him but his my brain was mush so he ended up screaming at me and saying I can't call myself Mrs ADHD if I don't know about ADHD I ended up crying hysterically um and then basically found out that my whole family just think that I'm leaning into the neurodivergent thing too much and that I'm doing things that I wasn't doing before and they don't realize that it's because I've stopped masking in front of them and they think I'm doing new things, but I've just felt more com- comfortable enough to unmask in front of them. So that really, really hurt me. And that was all in one day, by the way. Oh, shit. <laughs> what? I was He's coming in say. with a, so that was Monday. How was Tuesday? Yeah. That was literally all one day, yeah. <laughs> Damn it, um, I was so excited about jokes that, on that me. mean joke. Yeah, it wasn't a joke. That's my actual life. What about wow. you, Alex? Um that thing of unmasking and people thinking they don't, don't, people don't realize we're masking for them to make their lives easier. And when we're not doing it, that there will be relationship loss because of that. And, and it is true at the same time. I think I do sometimes overinterpret what is ADHD and what is just being an Alex. And and that's a really difficult, we don't know, do we, but you're right. It's nobody's goddamn business. Is it? Um, yeah, good, stupid thing. Women's World Cup. That's my, th- I get very invested. Oh, yeah, you mentioned that earlier. What was it you were saying? <laughs> oh, uh, oh, uh, yeah. I'm not saying that. That was an off 
That was a, an in-the-breaks joke that I cannot do. I bloody love it, I do. I do think that that all the Women's World Cup teams agree to search for and find the shortest person they can to go in goal. It's weird. <laughs> it's the, the only thing... Is in goal? You, you, yeah, easily, yeah. Uh, are, I, I mean, are, are you... No experience at all. That's amazing. Well, I, I absolutely... No, they're, no, they're like... They're not like humans. They're like cats. They're unbelievable, these professional goalies. That, that's not James, relevant. you I'm, were going to up with something. Then what were you going to say? Yeah. No, I wasn't. No, you no, were. We just I talked wasn't. over you. Go on, I, I, James. Do you support England in the World Cup or Romania? I've what I'll Transylvania. I fair play. I didn't. I didn't expect that. I will give you credit. About one in about one in forty of your jokes lands for me, and that was one of them. Al, well done, mate. Thank you. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> what about you, James? I guess we have to ask you, even though we don't care. Um, so I'll try and uh, answer the, the question as set. Sam, I, I was fascinating during Sam's bits that both sets of answers are just are just pretty much stuff that's gone wrong for me this week, isn't it? Yeah, that's the and question. I, I, I know, I, I, I love it in a way. I tried so, my best to say I should have been relaxing, but instead I was doing this. I, I know, tried my yes. best to frame it that way. That, well, well that, was, that was one sentence in 450 mm. sentences that you said very quickly. Although, to be fair, James, I would maintain it was all one sentence. That's true, that is true. There, there, yeah, there, was, no, there was no verbal punctuation. <laughs> So I, um, as people know, I tend to lose things. There's a, there's a game about it, and I, um, it, my annu- my annual eye test is required. I feel like my eyesight has got worse. Um, I've actually bought, bought my second magnifying glass. Fucking hell, I'm old to to look at ingredients on things because they're that fucking small. I have to use a magnifying glass, and I lost oh one. Obviously, God, this is so, gold. So I went to the opticians and it turns out my eyes have got better, not worse. And that's probably why using the glasses I've got, they're not working as well. But I well, did just let you, them... more virgin blood, maybe? But yeah, possibly, yeah. It's hard to, find in Dud- hard to find in Dudley. I, um, I, I, but I didn't want, like last time, to, to, to let them trick me in rabbit ears into buying £400 worth of bifocals. So I just kind of got one pair, which the, the company can pay for, and, and walked out and immediately couldn't find my car. Now, I'd parked in the same car park that I normally park in, and I'd walked the same route to the to the opticians, but I was walking along happily, and then I just thought, hang on a minute, where's where's the car park? And then I walked around for about 15 minutes. It's not a big centre, town centre, Dudley. Walked around for about 15 minutes before realising there's an app on my phone that tells me the last place I drove to. So 15 <laughs> oh, yeah. minutes of walking around before going, oh, hang on, it'll tell me, won't it? And then I'd walked past that car park two or three times while I was looking for it. Oh, yeah. And remember, I've got a bright fucking blue car, which stands out. Yeah, you have, yeah. Clown car, isn't it yours? It was, yeah, it was, it was ludicrous. So that's you know, I take a photo of my car every time I leave it anywhere with, like, landmarks. In the I background. do that, but yeah. then I always forget <laughs> that I've taken a just photo. Get, you've taken a photo. Yeah. yeah. That's, just for that, that's just for evidence, though, isn't it, Al? It's just you know, Bev, who we sure. used to work with James, uh, mm. still do, she told me two, yesterday that she was on, got home on the bus from shopping and her daughter phoned her up and said, how come your car's in town with a parking ticket on it? <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> anyway, do you want to carry on your personal reflection, Shane? I'm done. No, I'm done. That was it. I'm done. Okay, then thanks for that both. We're taking a break and in part we will be back with questions and thoughts from the ADHD adult. No, from no. the ADHD adults community. 
Yes. Alex. Hi. Aight. What's up? Hello, Governor. Jesus already. Will you be my Valentine? Four. Oh, for God's sake. Welcome back to episode 132 <laughs> of the ADHD Adults. This is one of our special Thursday or Friday or something. Who knows? Podcasts part two. As always, we're taking questions from the ADHD adult community from some kind of form. Is that right, Sam? Some kind yes, of on the website, the ADHDadults.uk. We have three forms on there. One to submit wet letters, one to submit questions, and one to submit ideas for future podcast episodes. Some kind of form, as I said. Right, mm. first question. Are you ready? This is from Katie. Mm-hmm. And it says on uh improbably i just hello i just wanted to say how much i'm enjoying your podcasts i'm currently waiting for diagnosis my son is being obsessed uh, assessed through school and it made me realize that i might have adhd we've heard that a lot i'm currently swinging between uh 100 i 100% have this and i'm an imposter we hear that a lot too my question for you oblique the team is about functional mushrooms Coincidentally, I work with two functional mushrooms. I don't say that. <laughs> I keep seeing recommendations for mushroom teas, etc., and saying they really help ADHD. Is there any scientific evidence to support this, or is it marketing bullshit? Thanks, James. Face. Kate. Yeah. Mm. Are we allowing James to do one on metabolism? <laughs> Want me to send you some notes, some crib notes, James? Oh, piss, piss off. Um, what I would say is, I'm going, to, I'm going to be, I'm going to be generous first, and then emotionally honest second. I will be generous and say that there is currently no evidence that functional mushrooms such as lion's mane are effective at treating the symptoms of ADHD. That's the generous part. the The emotionally honest part is that there are so many different products, services, apps, compounds, supplements that you will see marketed to you on your timeline because of the way in which algorithms work that will say, if you download this app, it will organize your calendar and help your ADHD. This app will make you more effective. Drink this mushroom tea and it's great for these symptoms. It's a completely unregulated sector. They can say whatever they want without any evidence of it working. And most of it, most of it is probably fucking snake oil. That doesn't mean that taking a, a, a nootropic or a, an adaptogen or you know lion's mane it doesn't mean it doesn't work but at the minute there is no evidence that it does so it's one of those things if you want to try it fine if you can afford to but don't expect that somebody recording a video with a beard saying yeah no, this, this one's great for the hyperactivity side of ADHD oh, yeah. go, go and fuck yourself exactly oh. yeah. Sorry, it really does piss me off. Right, functional mushrooms doesn't mean anything. That's the other thing. What does it fucking mean? Mm. Doesn't mean anything. There's several kingdoms of fu- of of fungus. One of which would be penicillium, where we got penicillin from, the first antibiotic that saved 100 million lives. And if you've got any kind of infection and you take bucket loads of penicillium, do you know what will happen? Nothing. Nothing will happen. It won't help you in any way because that's not how it works. There's not enough of it. That's that's why that's why uh, Fleming couldn't find. He didn't think that there was any value in his discovery. You've got to be really, really careful. Just because there's something in a thing, doesn't mean it's enough to help us. It, James, it really, really pisses me off. Mm, you functional mushroom, you. Okay, Sam, do you want to add anything? Yes, yeah, some people say that it works for them. So if it no, abs- ab- you want to try it, try it. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. It's and that, ritual, I think isn't it? was, it's all anecdotal. It, I think that's the thing, isn't it? Well, and yeah, it we is. And evidence-based podcast. Yeah, yeah, even if it's the placebo effect and it helps you, that's fine. I think the annoyance is at the people that are selling things they know yeah, ha- has no evidence as opposed to people that might try something and say that it works. I know. I actually saw people were selling this, like, patch that's got essential oils on it. And they were saying, oh. put this patch on your child's clothes and it'll cure their ADHD. And I Jesus read the comments Christ. expecting them to all be negative, And they were all like, does this work on, on adults? And they were going, yeah. Right. And loads of people were saying, it hasn't got lavender in it, has it? Because I don't like lavender. And they they were just repeating the ingredients but leaving lavender out it's got all these ingredients out it'll be fine for you and i thought you're just lying i don't lie yeah. like anything and we're James, desperate we? we're desperate for answers yeah we are it is it is it's a des- it's a desperate market for people and i i it just it fucks me particularly when it the mushrooms aren't the thing that annoy me the most the apps are when you see these people saying this app will organize your day so it'll 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 put tasks in order you're not going to yeah. fucking stick to it just because an app <laughs> said do this at 10 o'clock you're not going to uh, do it at 10 o'clock have are you tried you? a planner exactly it's, it's that's exactly all it is it's, just it's, it's making money off the back of vulnerable people anyway question two from curious truckle i'm not sure if this has been expanded on um or not because I keep forgetting about the Discord channel. No idea why. Laughing emoji. Anyway, I know it was touched on, ding, in an episode ages ago. That wasn't my ding, by the way. No, that was serious struggles. I love that. I know, I know, I know, but the listeners can't see that, Alex. No, I was just, so I was just happy, I was... Joe. I'm just happy that they wrote ding. <sighs> it was touched on, ding, in an episode ages ago, but I'd love to know more about the connection between ADHD and hypermobility. As after a lifetime of injuries, a physio finally told me I have hypermobility and what that is. Also, is being clumsy an ADHD trait? Is it part of being inattentive? I forever, I'm forever dropping stuff, walking into things, chipping over things. You get the picture, Alex. It's a really good one. So, um, ADHD can look like clumsiness, first of all, partly because of inattention and hyperactivity. If you're moving around a lot, you're just statistically more likely to hit something, and if you're not paying attention. But at the same time, as as we all know. Dyspraxia and ADHD are both probably from a similar root cause of neurodevelopmental disorder. And so they're comorbid. You're more likely to have both. I'm not at all clumsy or dyspraxic. I, I only have the ADHD part. I've got other stuff. So it's more likely, I think. And from a hypermobility perspective, James, you, you, you've done more recently than me on this, but I think it's growing, isn't it? The evidence is still growing. It's still more evidence needed. It is, yeah. It is, yeah. So so there are, if you like, there are, I don't want to say levels, but there are different, if you like, forms of hypermobility. One can have hypermobile joints, but kind of at the extreme is um, is Ehlers-Danlos syndrome or EDS. And people with ADHD are between five and seven times more likely to have EDS and are significantly more likely to have hyperflexible joints. So, I know that Alex, you had chatted to me a while ago about this link with migraines, this potential link with migraines yeah. and hyperflexibility being collagen formation. So it's it absolutely is something hyperflexible joints that is found at a higher frequency of people with ADHD. Yeah. Sam, Shoot. sorry, I don't know what hyperflexible mean. I don't know what any of these things mean. So I was just looking up that syndrome. Okay. You know, like super know. double jointed people. Oh yeah, I haven't got that. I can't even touch my toes. (laughs) Okay. Um, Anyway, question three. Good. Do we all forget to go to the toilet for hours on end? 
I got called weird for not having. Oh, this is from Shagwan two five six. By the way, um, I'm pretty sure it should be Shagwan. Okay. Do we all forget to go to the <laughs> toilet for hours on end? I got called weird for not having been for a wee for eight hours once. I'm a 35-year-old male. And sometimes when I'm busting to go for the other, I'll forget and the feelings will subside for hours. I also understand that it's really unhealthy for my body, but I've been like it since I was a child. Oh, yeah, so all of this. Um, somebody. Go on, you, Sam. Go on. Me? Yeah. Yeah, I do this all the time um I, I i i mostly because i'm too busy to get and in fact the other day i would go for a wee and i, I needed a shit and i think i haven't got time to shit now so i just scrunch it back up inside my body and carry on because i literally didn't have time to shit that day so all the time and i won't go to the toilet for fucking all day long and i'm bursting and sometimes i'm like this but i'm like no, i've got to i've got to finish this task and and quite often i'll give it as a reward for doing a task i'll be like you can't have a wee until you've done these five million things and then you can have a wee. so and then sometimes i do forget about it after a while so yeah and if i'm in hyper focus i won't wee or shit at all what about you james <laughs> James, do you scrunch your shit back up inside your body biologically? Um, <laughs> it's luckily this is something that doesn't affect me. So, Alex, amazing. Is that not no. normal? No, not at all. I, I actually, I have the opposite problem that if I need to wee or poo, I, um, my ADHD won't let me think about anything else. So, oh, yeah, and yeah, I find yeah. that really, it's really, really annoying. People always say that I have a sparrow bladder, but it's not. It's just because I can't, uh, yeah, I can't think of and anything else. But I've heard it from loads and loads of ADHD people, what you're describing, Sam, not the second part. That's insane. The first bit of not remembering. Um, what I will say is if you, uh, it isn't, it really isn't healthy to not wee when you need to wee. It, it's, it, put, it puts pressure on the, the muscle walls of the, of the um of the bladder and the sphincters and and they sometimes don't recover from that so you can get uh, incontinence so oh. it's a really good idea to wee if you need to wee but what if you don't know you need to wee because you're too yeah, yeah of course it's, there's no shame here sam it's not about feeling bad about yourself it's just i don't want to be incontinent so the game don't play the game with yourself because if you're playing the game you know you need to wee oh right okay so i should so, stop that yeah, so instead of Shit, setting yourself up for loss, though, it's fine though, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's a different it's different with poos. Okay, um, that's fine. In fact, if you're straining to poo, you should probably wait. That's a, that's a, a, a I never strain. I have to push it. everything out, even my wee. I have to push down on my bladder and push against it to wee. I'm all fucked up. Yeah. Sorry. Downstairs. And and James, you say you two haven't had uh, sex for three days. That's weird. <laughs> no, he's not attracted to me anymore for some reason. <sighs> anyway. Thanks for that, Shagwan. Taking a break in part three. We're going to do thoughts on this week's theme, which was metabolism, my expert interest, and thoughts on the podcast. This episode is brought to you by Seed. Did you know that supporting your health can be as easy as taking two capsules a day? Each daily dose of Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic is formulated with 24 scientifically studied probiotic strains that support gut, skin, and heart health. 
helping you start the new year off right. Visit seed.com slash Spotify and use code Spotify 25 to get 25% off your first month. Okay, well, right. we need to bring us back. And, uh, no. um, it's it. You? Oh. I can't remember. Let's do it, do it quickly, though, because um, I, I want to have some time before this meeting. Okay. Oh, yeah, uh, you're right. It's the wrong person, isn't it? It should be you. Oh, what? crap. What? Um, part part three should be you're in green, not blue. It's, it's yeah. part two. Part two should. So, yes, you bring okay. us back, Sam. Coming back in three two one welcome back to episode 132 of the adhd adults podcast where we are talking about the week since the episode on adhd and metabolism james what made you choose the last idea for a theme um fat crabs actually because i realized that when i get fat crabs it's not just because lots of people have said oh is it <clears throat> kind of um, prickly heat, etc. But I've realised I actually get them when I'm at my fattest, which is what I remember. That's why I called them fat crabs, not just because like my fat itches. So I'm I am probably at that point around 100 kilos when I'm at my fattest, which means I'm very unhappy. It, it affects my mental health. But just getting into a routine of trying to not binge eat, to eat healthily, to get any form of exercise is so hard for both me and the script guy. So that's why I thought it'd be worth talking about. As Sam's not near the microphone, Al? <laughs> She's kind of near it, I think. Parts yeah, and James, are. we didn't talk about this, did we? But fat itself is an inflammatory crisis, isn't it? And people don't really always mm. recognise that. It's not just a, a problem for your joints. It it releases about 100 of these of these cytokines. More than, or four, more than 400. Is it really that many? Yeah. I wouldn't know. I'm not a metabolism expert. And, and that <laughs> can cause problems. It can increase your chance of cancer. It can increase your mood problems and all those things. We both have issues with weight. Mine has reduced since I stopped drinking, annoyingly. It's always the fucking annoying things that help, innit? Have you tried exercising more and not drinking and sleeping well and piss off? Just piss off with all that. Um, I chose the idea for a theme because this morning when I first opened the script, it said, <laughs> it said metabolism. And I thought to myself, okay, let's do that. Let's then. do that. So what about you, Sam? Did you uh, did you write the script? I have no editorial rights in this podcast whatsoever. I did not read the script. I did not know what we were doing. And I still don't. And didn't even read it out. Oh. <laughs> Was there any thought or tip from the theme that you forgot to say, Alex? Yeah, you know when we said we breathe out food fat when we burn it? You did. The opposite metabolism. You know sunflowers when you like, or any plants, they they don't grow from from the soil. Have you ever thought about the fact that the soil level doesn't go down if you grow a a massive sunflower? It's just, it's it's from the, the sun and the air. Well, we know that's, that. Everybody knows that. I don't think not idiots. Do. Even I no, know that. Just, just from like, just from the sun. Amazing. Yeah. Um, I find that lovely. But for, yeah, no, loads of stuff. I, I also think we should talk about the dieting and the exercise in, in separate podcasts because there was so, it was, it was so rich with with things that are helpful for people with ADHD today. I was thinking that we could do 
so so much on it and <clears throat> that maybe how because our top tips today i think were really good but i would be thinking if i was listening to this okay you've said you've said that you know being feeling full can be changed and you can't do that but how can we do that practically and i i think that's what we need to to try and help our community a bit more with yeah Sam, maybe anything? we've answered some of the um topic suggestions that have been suggested we can do that um i don't, I don't, I don't really have i don't know i don't think i have a lot to add for this to be honest because it's not something that i i struggle with <laughs> james yeah um it, it's important for people to to do things for the, the right reason and in a way that's going to enrich their life. So for lots of people, um, exercise and eating healthily is about maintaining weight, but actually exercising and eating healthy is also about your health. We know that a poor physical fitness, low cardio respiratory fitness is one of the biggest causes of premature death. So not exercising isn't just about your body shape. It's actually about oh, yeah, your health as well. Eating healthily, eating the, the, the five fruit and veg a day, which is an arbitrary number, it's 13 in Japan, I think, or Norway, which we don't do in this country. I think on average we eat 3.7, and that's increased from 3.2 in 15 years' worth of hard advertising. What's we still don't do it. <clears throat> I'll show you. You can cut fruit with seven. a knife. Thank you, Sam. And yeah, if that you weighed better... it out, you'd have a whole fruit, and then you can just take 0. 0.7 that... of that fruit. You see, James, that's metabolism expertise there. Couldn't you have answered it like that? Oh I'm sorry, God. James. Carry on. There's no, there's no wonder I'm tired. You know, I'm just, I'm know. tired, so tired. <laughs> I, again, all of this, all of this is so kind of anti ADHD because whenever you're coaching people with ADHD, if you're trying to uh, improve your peaceful wildness, as dickhead there calls it. <laughs> yeah. ADHD is about habits and routines. It's about building habits, turning them into routines so that you can cope better. And exercise and, and our relationship with food are exactly the same as that. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, and even in the non-ADHD population, people that go on diets or people that go, join the gym in January, you know, for most of them, it doesn't turn into a routine because of perceived barriers and actual barriers. And that's the, the last thing I'll say is that if you are struggling to engage with exercise, or if you are not eating the right food, have a genuine hard think about it. You know, is that a real barrier? If it's, well, I haven't got time to exercise, well, you can do five minutes of high intensity interval training, and that's as effective as an hour of running or cycling. So, so you have got time. Um, if, if it's because, oh, I can't afford the gym, you don't have to exercise in the gym. You can go for a walk for half an hour, five days a week, and that's, you know, that's a, a decent amount of exercise, etc. So have a good look at what you think the barriers are to having a healthier diet and to exercising more and ask yourself a really hard question. Is that really a barrier or is that something that I'm using as a reason to not eat healthier or to exercise? That's what I would add. I just thought of something. Okay. Um, <laughs> because obviously you said earlier, James, that um, the best way to lose weight is diet and exercise. But following mm. that, you could just do it with diet alone if you can't exercise. Yeah. And obviously to lose weight, you need to burn off more calories than you eat. So there are some really useful apps like MyFitnessPal. Other apps are available where you can put in and it's got them pre-programmed in. So you can search for your food, put them all in exactly what you've eaten that day. And it'll kind of work out how much you need to, need to 
lose, but it's important to include everything, even alcohol and fizzy drinks. I, I do it every day, religiously. Ah, yeah, and that helps, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it does. I did a tip. A very good one as yeah. well. That was episode 132 of the ADHD, ADHD Adults <laughs> with Mrs. ADHD, Alex the Psychoeducation Monkey, and James Brand. It was the first Friday extradition of the ADHD Adults podcast after the last one on metabolism. My expertise. If you like this and want to get involved, it's a real beat. Contact us using some kind of form on some kind of website, which may the or may ADHD not be. Adults.uk. Or something. Have a lovely weekend. Goodbye. Thank fuck. Trigger warning, Big